Across the country, the community composting movement is growing. Small-scale composting provides communities immediate opportunities for reducing waste, improving local soil, creating jobs, and fighting climate change. You're listening to the Composting for Community podcast, where we'll bring you stories from the people doing this work on the ground and in the soil. To support this burgeoning movement, ILSR's Composting Initiative convenes a coalition of community composters from around the country and beyond. These next few episodes feature interviews from our sixth national cultivating community composting forum in New York City. We talk to attendees about why community composting matters, how they are transforming the way their communities manage their waste, and advice they have for fellow composters. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Composting for Community podcast. I'm Linda Bilsons Rolis. I'm a project manager for the Composting for Community initiative at the Institute for Local Self Reliance. And we are recording from the 6th National Cultivating Community Composting Forum, which is happening in New York City this year. And I'm joined now by Domingo Morales and Kenneth Young, who both work at the Red Hook Community Farm. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Domingo here. So tell us a little bit more about yourselves. Tell our listeners what you guys do at Red Hook. So I am the site manager at the Red Hook compost site on the Red Hook Community Farm. And what I do is I manage the processing of organics coming from Brooklyn. We recycle the food scraps, wood chips, leaves, mulch, and we turn it into a resource for farmers to be able to grow food in Brooklyn. Um, We supply compost to the farm that is on our site, but we also supply compost to community gardeners, food pantries, and urban farms around Brooklyn. That was Domingo. What about you, Kenneth? Tell us what you do. So uh, adjacent to that, I work at the farm side. I'm a farm assistant, and basically I help with daily farm tasks with the farm manager, as well as two other assistants. As um, What we do is basically we give back to the community of Red Hook, where Red Hook is a food desert. So we provide healthier produce options for them throughout, I would say, the whole entire Red Hook community, NYCHA development that's over there. Great. And our listeners might not be able to tell, but both of these gentlemen are quite young. So I'm going to ask you guys to tell, tell our listeners how you guys got into composting and how long you've been doing it. Well, I got into composting when I was a part of Green City Force, a nonprofit organization that goes through AmeriCorps to teach urban youth from 18 to 24 about sustainable practices in different fields. I happen to be on the farm team about four years ago when I was 23 and um, I learned about farming because they were kind of putting us on existing farms and they were making us learn and as soon as we finished learning the next day we'd be teaching what we learned so I making you learn it pretty fast yeah making us learn it pretty fast they give you a two-week crash course on farming (laughs) energy sustainability environmental sustainability so I kind of had a crash course, started teaching, and I fell in love with composting. Farming wasn't enough for me. I saw that certain farms needed compost, so I loved working out and I love composting. So I just kind of dived straight in and for four years I've been researching and learning and kind of working on different compost sites around the city to develop my expertise. Cool, so now you get your exercise by composting. Oh yeah, Um, we're 100% 100% renewable energy, 85% of what's done on that compost site is human power. Um, 
The other percent we have solar energy, wind energy, but we're the largest compost site in the United States run by renewable resources because of human power. So, um, awesome. you know, don't need to pay for a gym. Yeah. <laughs> and Kenneth, what about you? Um, just the same as Domingo, I was 23 when I joined Green City Forest and I was on the urban farm team. I actually had a shorter term than normal. Mine was only six months. The normal one was like 10. So I kind of got like a crash course in urban agriculture and composting and sustainability and everything. And during that time, I was also an intern at the Brooklyn Botanical Garden Red Hook site, along with um, two other people. I was um, under the influence of Domingo and a man by the name of David Buckle, who was a site manager previous to Domingo. So that's how I got my fundamentals of it in the beginning. And then I went off to work for different various companies. Great. It's just awesome that you guys are still working in composting and urban ag after all that. So what does community composting mean to you? Let's start with you, Kenneth. I think it means being able to give back to the community while also giving to the earth, I guess you can say. Being able to make the, the environment that you're in a better place to live. So even if you're just collecting food scraps and giving it to another place, another composting site, that's being beneficial to you because you're making your environment better and cleaner and healthier. You're taking a role. You're taking an active role. Yeah, you're taking an active role in making sure that the environment that you live in is much better for you to live longer. What about you, Domingo? Um, community composting to me means the community is composting. And when I say the community, I mean everybody, you know, kids, adults, seniors, everybody can partake in this recycling of waste. You know, people look at food as just trash, but community composting to me is teaching people the difference between trash and a resource and actually showing them how to create a resource. So community composting just has to involve anybody from the community who's willing to participate, um, which is why we strive to kind of make protocols and do things on the site to involve people of different skill sets and people of different strengths. You know, people who can't really lift the shovel, um, we would have them sifting and plucking out uh, red wiggler worms from the compost. <laughs> but people who actually want to work out, we'll give them a shovel. And then there's people who want to farm, so we'll have them weed on the perimeter. So. Um, community composting is just a way to get people together to work together to create a resource for our planet. I thought it was really appropriate and cute uh, what you said on the social justice panel uh, at the forum today about uh, working with youth and needing to like create protocols around them, just things you didn't even realize you needed to create rules around, but it's just awesome that you can accommodate everyone. Yeah. So like not eating the worms. Um, You'd be surprised how scrumptious they think they are. Some people eat them, you know? <laughs> I've um, tried a few. Yeah? yeah? What do you think? They're really, they taste sandy. Yeah? Yeah, it's like a real, they look soft, but when you eat it, there's a grit to yeah. it. Um, and that's I, how they digest. That's right? how they digest. They have like grit in their stomach that, you know, passes, the food passes over and kind of breaks it down. But you really don't realize it. They don't taste bad. They don't taste like anything, but they are really like gritty. So not quite like a gummy worm or anything. No. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, if people want to try it out for themselves, go for it. So 
as we mentioned earlier, we're at the 6th National Cultivating Community Composting Forum in New York City, and this is the first time that either of you is attending this event. That's right, right? Yes. What, is it, what does it feel like to be in community with so many other composters from around the country? How does that feel? Um, for me, it's empowering. When you compost, in, especially by hand in such an urban place like New York City, there's a lot of machine-operated sites, and you start to feel small when you think of how much waste they can actually take. But it's great because this forum actually brings people of all walks, people who are hauling by bike, people who are hauling by trucks, people who are doing it by hand, people who have machines. So it just feels empowering to know that there are people that are thinking in similar ways, thinking about the environment. And it's just nice to geek out about a subject such as compost when you really can't do that with your regular circle of friends. So, you can't always do um, that with just anyone, right? Yeah, so it's, it feels empowering. What about you, Kenneth? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really cool that before I wasn't really known as a farmer with my circle of friends because a lot of my friends now, are we're all urban farmers. So we all have different branches of what we do. And I'm the only one out of all of them who technically does not count as an urban farmer. I'm technically as a composter. So they know me as a composter. So it's actually cool to be around a room full of people who are composters as well. Who identify as composters. Yeah, who identify as composters, who understand the struggle of composting, who understands that it really is taxing on their body at times. There were days where shoveling was really hard. Mm -hmm. And there were days where shoveling was really easy. So... It's good to be around a room full of people who kind of can understand that, whether they do it by hand or whether they do it by machine. Definitely. So, what are some of your goals around composting for the next year? What would you say, Kenneth? I definitely want to be able to teach more people about composting. It's kind of hard having this one right next door. So, but I definitely like to teach people more about composting. During my time working with Growing YC, where I did a compost coordinator, I definitely informed as many people as possible about what the program is, why we do composting and things like that. So I really enjoyed being able to talk to the community about composting in, in a simple way that actually is entertaining. Mm-hmm. I always try to make people laugh with some of the things that I say. So it's easier to do that than just to sit there and tell them a basic line about what composting is. So like public outreach, community outreach. Yeah, even though I don't like talking to people, I still do that anyway. Oh, you can't tell that you don't like talking to people. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Domingo? Um, for me, uh, in the next year, well, uh, ever since the passing of the great David Strohbuckle, I've been constantly rethinking things on the site. You know, like we never had um, infrastructure to take kids um, before his passing, and we never had wheelchair accessible tables. So... My idea is trying to take what he started and this gem of a compost site that he started and expand on it and try to increase the community that we can actually work with and encouraging others to compete for that title of the largest compost site in the U.S. that runs on renewable resources. I want someone to challenge, you know, let's do it. Open invitation. Uh, It's an open invitation um, get your volunteers out there. You can't do it without volunteers. Um, you'd be insane to think you can. Um, yeah. It's community composting. Get your community out. Reach out to them. But my goal is to try to grow the site in a way where more people can learn and encourage more people to learn from the site by being more inviting and you know just welcoming people to come. 
So the shoes of the late David Buckle are very big, but uh, you know, big shoes to fill. But yeah. I think that you absolutely are the right person <laughs> to do that. So um, we're very lucky, very blessed that you're here to do that. <laughs> so are there any resources or any advice that you would share with new composters out there who are maybe just getting started? Uh, advice. I would say know your limit. Um, there's, there's a line between trying to take as much as you can and taking too much. So I would say start small and let it grow through practice. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Mistakes happen. But try to get rid of the myths. You know, try to keep rats off your site. Try to keep odors down. We haven't had a rat problem on our site since 2011. We're in the city. We're in Brooklyn. That's really hard to do. It is possible, um, but it's yeah, hard. It's possible, but it's really hard. So don't be afraid to kind of make mistakes. What about you? Any advice? I think the best advice would be like, don't try to be original, but try to create an original idea from someone else. Hmm. Meaning you, it's okay to go to someone else's compost site and see how they're doing things totally. and learn, say, this is the method that they're doing it. This is the method that maybe Domingo is doing it. And then, okay, let me try to adapt that to my, how I would want my vision of my compost site to look. So definitely try to not try to strive for this to be so different than everybody else. Try to take notes from everyone else and then go from there. That's something that I personally like about the community composting sort of movement is that it is very collaborative. I mean, you have these kinds of forums where people come from all over the place to share with each other, and they're very eager to support each other. Um, and I think that's very unique and really beautiful. So um, I hear that. What about resources that you'd like to point people to, our listeners who might want to learn more about you as individuals or what you do at Red Hook Community Farm in Brooklyn? What about you, Domingo? Um, me, I make music about farming if you go to my soundcloud um domingo morales there's a song called mother nature and then there's another song about reducing waste um and it's called vision and it's basically like my idea of new york city sustainably um with sustainable infrastructure composting recycling so if you just go to domingo morales and my soundcloud and type in mother nature you'll listen to some pretty cool ideas. The songs aren't mastered. I made them at home, um, just reading and kind of putting information out on a beat. But yeah, if you want to learn a little bit about what I do, um, check out my music and come to the site. I always like to talk about myself after we finish talking about compost for three hours. So yeah. Cool. Definitely check that out. What about you, Kenneth? Any resources? The only resources to come see me in person, really. If you're ever in Red Hook in Brooklyn, just come to the farm, volunteer. I can work alongside of you. Just look for the guy with the bluish purple hair and you'll find me. <laughs> He's very distinctive. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to say to folks who might be listening to this podcast to close things out? If you're working with kids and you're trying to get them to like composting, there's a little dance. It's called the worm dance. And uh, just say the words munch, munch, wiggle, wiggle, poop, poop, soil. And the kids love it of all ages for some reason. They just can't get enough of it. Um, so if you're having a hard time getting kids involved, 
make a weird dance, make a song, um, make something catchy, and you'll have kids. If we get the minds of children um, ready for sustainability and composting, then we'll grow a better generation. And if you want to see Domingo's original version of that dance, you'll have to come. you have to hook. come to the site, yeah. Absolutely. Fridays and Saturdays all year round. Fridays from 9 to 12, Saturdays from 10 to 1. And we're right across the street from the big Ikea. It's the only one in the city. You can't miss it. <laughs> Any closing thoughts, Kenneth? Just don't be afraid to try something new. If you're afraid of composting or you're afraid to start something of your own, don't be afraid. It's just, it's get, it, it'll be hard at the beginning, but it'll get easier as you keep doing it. And don't be worried if you're doing it in a place that's like cold majority of the year because I've composted in mind degree weather and that is nothing. Don't be afraid. I think that's wise advice for life in general. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you both so much for no joining problem. us. And we will definitely look forward to visiting you guys in New York again. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Composting for Community podcast from the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. This episode is produced by myself and Hiba Murray. We'll be back again next month with a new episode. Our theme music is I Don't Know from Grapes. Be sure to check out the rest of the ILSR podcast family, including Building Local Power, Local Energy Rules, and Community Broadband Bits at ILSR.org.